0: From the Selfish Path to Romance, download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. Do you know what an obsession is? Oh, sure. It's like when a guy looks up girls' dresses. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's one kind of obsession, but an obsession means that you get so wrapped up in one thing that you forget all the other important things in your life. And so, does looking at someone's body or looking up girls' dresses mean you have an obsession? Well, last week I was waiting at the Stanford, Connecticut train station. And I had been listening to a book on tape, but I sat back for a little bit and just started to watch people. You know, it's fun to do people watching at times. You see the mom with the little kids, or daddies with the little kids, or you'd see the businesswomen with their briefcases and their very tailored outfits. Well, some, you'd see these very sexy young women coming in with low-riding dungarees and you wonder how they keep them on and they've got these perilously pointed high-heeled shoes and you say, oh, but look at that other woman she's got these comfy sneakers on and I'll bet she's a lot more comfortable but she doesn't look as sexy. Well, as I was watching them, two young men Dressed up in like a clean hip-hop style, sat down in the empty seats next to me. And they had magazines. They looked like they had just bought the magazines from the newsstand. And then I'm listening, and they're going, Wow, look at her body. She's hot. Man, is she built. Boy, would I like to. And I look over, and they each have magazines filled with pages of these petite, sexy models in swimsuits or less. Not quite swimsuits, and this goes on for about five minutes. And I tell you, they were very entertaining, partly because they were totally unashamed. They weren't looking at me. They weren't looking at us at doing this as if it was something dirty. They were sincere, and they were looking at it at it as if they were two guys looking at a catalog, saying, "Hey, look at this subwoofer! Don't boy, I would love this. Or, this amp is really cool, man." I have got to have this. That They're doing the same with gorgeous models. So now for a minute, let's switch. Imagine that it's not these two young men, but you sit down and two young women, or not two young women, let's picture two 50-year-old women, open up their magazines and they're looking at hot men, (laughs) maybe their own age too. When it was time for me to leave, you know, you never picture women doing this, but when it was time for me to leave, I wanted to look up at these men and say that, you know, they have very good taste in women. But instead, I just left quietly. So would you say that these men are oversexed, or or they're just not ashamed of their sexual attraction to women? If they were in a museum saying the same things to a tastefully done nude statue, we wouldn't call it shocking behavior. But many of us do get uncomfortable when we see glossy photos of sexy women who deliberately look seductive or pretty. We don't feel the same when we're in a museum. It's somehow okay when you're in a museum looking at a nude model or a a masterful painting of a nude. We don't feel that same emotion. So would you say that these guys are oversexed? Let's take a closer look at that word, oversexed. Who comes to your mind in your life? What would it mean to be oversexed? How do you imagine that an oversexed guy would behave? Well, one listener, Max, labeled himself as oversexed. His girlfriend is very upset with him. She can't figure out why she's not enough because Max has to look at pictures of sexy women, sexy women in magazines or in movies, but he has to look at them. And he wants to know how he can stop doing that, and he wonders if it's outside his control. Maybe it's some obsessive behavior. And so I will answer his question, am I normal or am I oversexed, later on in the show. And imagine your 14-year-old Joey. Your parents have been divorced since you were a young kid. And you see Dad every every other weekend, and you have for the past 10 years. And Dad recently remarried, but he still keeps contact with you every other weekend. Now his new wife is pregnant. Dad asks to see you alone because he wants to share a secret with you. You get together, and Dad says, You know, Joey, I've always pretended that I'm your biological father, but I'm not. I was just seeing you out of pity, because your real dad abandoned you. Everyone in the family knows this except you, so I thought I'd let you know now. Because I'm having a real child of my own now, your being in our life is making it awkward for me and the new wife. So I I just wanted to let you know this. Now, what would your gut response be? You'd be outraged. Well, I will answer a question from the new wife who is pregnant and who's pressuring hubby to tell this little boy that he is not his real father. And I've got lots more on the agenda, but your calls take priority. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. My show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. I'm a clinical psychologist, and even though it's not therapy, it's a time that you can call in and get some tips on how to deal with some current crisis in your life or some maybe it's just a chronic frustration that you're having with a friend or an in-law or a neighbor or your own husband or a boyfriend. You can pick up the f- or a wife or a girlfriend. There's the reverse too. You can pick up the phone and call me with any questions that you would ask a counselor or a therapist. You think of calling the garden show and asking them, you know, when do I feed my rose bushes or the pet show? My dog is acting weird. What do I do? With my show, it's I'm acting weird, what do I do? Or my kids are acting weird, how do I deal with them? I want to give you some tips that can make your life run very smoothly and enjoyably. And right now, we're going to turn to our after-hours line with a call from Belinda who wants to know how she can stop her divorce. Her husband wants out, she doesn't. She loves her husband even though they have problems with trust and communication. What can she do? I can stop my divorce? I'm 39 years old, married for five years, a three years old boy, very tough relationship with problem in trust and communication. We almost getting divorced, but I love him and I don't want him to go. Thank you so much, doctor. Okay, you're feeling powerless. Your husband wants out of your marriage. You've, you've been married for five years. You've got a three-year-old son. This is a major decision, and you're powerless to do anything. If he wants to walk, he can walk. And so it's, it, it has implications for parenting, for custody issues. And if you still love him, you want to sit back and say, why do you love him? He's not making you feel visible. You don't trust him. I'm assuming you don't trust him, and he doesn't communicate. He doesn't communicate. Those are the two essentials in any good relationship. So you can ask yourself, what is in my control? Well, it is in your control to value yourself, to get a lot of friends or family or a few significant ones that will be very supportive during this period, to... See if your husband will go to counseling with you. But if he doesn't, you can't force him to be a wonderful parent. To throw your energy into parenting, um, you can get the book "How to Help Your Child Through Your Divorce." If it's if it's already a done deal with your husband, if you if you ask him to go to counseling, and he goes, and maybe it'll be open for discussion. You need to solve for yourself, so I would recommend individual therapy. What went wrong? What is your role in it, if any? What was his role in it? And you can't force someone to stay married who doesn't want to stay married. So again, put your focus on rebuilding your life rather than trying to hold on to someone who's slithering away and wants to tear your hands off of them. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, coming up, a question from an oversex guy, and you're questions. Toll free one 877 doctor Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and co-author Dr. Edwin Locke. Here are more aspects of a romantic partner you'll want to find out about. What does your romantic partner's job or career mean to him or her personally? In what ways is it important? Knowing why a job or career is important is valuable to both of you, ensuring visibility. How does your partner view family and specific family members? How important is the extended family? What is your loved one's self-concept? How does your partner see himself or herself? Does this contradict how you see your partner? If so, this could be a source of conflict. How much private time does your partner need and when? You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com. And you can buy The Selfish Path to Romance at amazon.com.